welcome back to Giovanni and Trilli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. Alright, everyone. Oh, whoa, I just saw something awesome. Okay, I mentioned before, keep the IMDb pages open, yada yada, whatever, okay. I see this thing, it's called Deja Vu. Wait, is it just a, is that just an article title? Because if that's just an article title, I want that as a podcast. I need to make a new podcast called Deja Vu. That's freaking genius. They talk about remakes of movies, dude. That is so awesome. You got a built-in premise. That is so cool. I need to see if that's a podcast. It's a TV channel? Deja Vu.ca? <laughs> Fucking Canada. Yeah, right. It's not a real if it's a, unless it's American. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know why I got weirdly nationalistic there, but uh, regardless, what IMDb page might I have seen that on? Well, I'm glad you asked, because it just so happens to be the IMDb page for The Joneses, a 2009 comedy, drama, sort of social commentary thing uh, that my mom very randomly said, hey, I want to watch this, and I was like, okay, (laughs) so we sat down and watched it the other night, and I gotta tell you, I think this is really slept on. Never heard of it before. Uh, didn't even know what the premise was. Very loosely based on the trailers, because the trailer, at least the one I saw, kind of alluded to what the movies was about, but didn't expressly state it. Like, I sort of got that they were kind of gaming this town, but I didn't get the whole context, which is good. I like that, that when a trailer kind of explains something to you, but only partially. I really I really like that about this movie, or I guess the, the trailer in particular, but... In general, um, this is a really awesome movie, and I, I'm gonna talk in a, in a little while for me, but but for you it'll be probably like two weeks. But uh, this is an episode I've been meaning to record for for ages, but I just haven't gotten around to it. And it'll probably be a, a shorter one. But uh, a, a movie called Species. It's a movie from the '90s. It's kind of a weird, like alien sort of ripoff type of thing. I don't know. I'll talk about it more when I get to it, but. Regardless, uh, one of the things I talk about on that episode, or I will talk about on that episode, that's weird, you're getting like a weird behind-the-curtain peek about something that hasn't happened yet, but um, but is my distaste for opening text, unless it's stylistic, and I don't like when something feels like, oh, the audience is dumb, so we gotta explain it to them up front, because if this movie had something like that, I would definitely like it a lot less. I like that it reveals things to you as the movie goes on because that keeps it interesting and it definitely helped keep me engaged because one of the first real times you see the crack in the facade because at first it just kind of seems like, oh, a normal family is new in town. Uh, and then uh, the, the teenage daughter tries strips down totally naked and tries to sleep with her father. And I was like, huh? And I turned around to my mom like, what the shit? And she was like, just wait, or whatever. She's like, didn't you didn't read what this is about? And I was like, no. And she was like, oh, well, just wait, or whatever. Like, uh, you better have a good reason, ma'am, because this is super uncomfortable to be watching with my mother. Her, her boobs are out, and she's supposed to be a teenager. What is happening here? Creepy, totally naked incest. But, it didn't actually turn out to be that because it's a fake family. They're all actors. These aren't actually teenagers. And I kind of like that intentionally or not, they kind of play on this trope of teenagers in movies always being like 10 years older than the age they're supposed to play. Um, I 
was so glad that they actually acknowledged it because it's something that always plays as awkward to me when it's like it's spider-man he's 15 aka 25 like what um which is something that they thankfully improved upon with the tom holland version except that they regressed all the teenagers to be basically elementary schoolers in in terms of of how well they're written anyway um i i really appreciated that because at first when we see all these kids i was like that is not a child um I was, I was so, I was so weirded out by that, but then when they actually acknowledged it, I was like, oh, I wonder if that was intentional, because it is a little bit outlandish, and it does help you understand and, like, kind of piece things together more once you start to learn about the situation here, and then just in general, I really, really like the mirror that this sort of holds up to, I don't dare I say it, society, but, like, the weird kind of twisted version of suburbia it kind of has a very similar like satirical eye that it looks at that world with kind of similar to something uh not quite as colorful or as like weird and esoteric but it has a similar vibe in terms of how it feels about that middle america perfect family culture and like the type of people it creates as something like Edward Scissorhands does, the way Tim Burton in the 90s would look at a family like that. It has a very similar vibe, just a little bit less stylistic, and I really like that. I thought it was very interesting, and there are a lot of times I caught myself being like, really? That's kind of unrealistic that they would do that, but then I'm like, no, they definitely would. I definitely hop on fashion trends because my friends do. I've definitely spent a exorbitant amounts of money on shoes because I see other hype beasts wearing them and I feel like I have to have them or you know whatever you know pick something and there's, and there's always something that I feel like oh that's super cool because I saw that other person using it and, and you know hey can I try that out whatever and then I end up trying to get it and so in that way this seems like a really flawless plan and I'm, I love that it's not anything technically legal they're lying but they're not actually like doing anything that's expressly against the law so i thought that was very interesting and there's the way they're gaming the system they're deep cover hawking all these products and they're doing a really good job in the way they don't treat it as a family and they treat it as a job and all these kids are just out recklessly partying and doing whatever they want and having like weird one night stands with creepy old guys on yachts um and it's all like you know it's totally quote-unquote normal to them because they're not actually a family, but they're the only ones they don't know, so the way they play that dichotomy, and it's just the right amount of, like, oh, what? Other people are sort of being suspicious without making that the crux of the movie, because a lot of times, that's the part I would be least interested in, um, and then, you know, everybody has to find out, whatever, and they do find out at the end, but it's not, like, a big part of the movie, and I like that the movie is more about these people as people than it is about you know the the will they won't they find out type of thing i think that was more interesting and i think that was the right approach and i really appreciated that you get to see this weird like just totally messed up business model that they got going but it's still sort of working in the way they're treating real life like a job like they have to hit kpis and stuff like that's so weird and and really dark and and twisted to me and i I really thought it was very interesting what a what a really cool idea i don't know where these writers uh cooked it up but they found something really cool and i'm really glad they got to put pen to paper because this is such an interesting and unique concept 
and while I'm on that topic of like uh, good characters and and good pacing and everything, I guess I didn't really expressly say that, but it is a very well paced movie. Um, what I was talking about with the reveals and like learning things as the characters do, like as the story progresses, rather than getting it all dumped at the beginning. I thought that was very interesting and very intriguing and helped keep the movie moving. Towards the end, it dragged just a little bit, and I think that's mostly because of that whole thing that I hate in every fucking movie when this is a thing, which is literally every movie, where it's like, oh, the main character is out of falling out. I'm like, look, I know you need to have conflict in the script. Having a conflict script, a conflict-free script, that's kind of hard to say, um, is... Something that everyone thinks they want, but they don't actually want because it's not interesting. It's not a story then. You need the conflict to create interest. I just hate it that it's in every movie. It's in every kid's movie. It's in every rom-com. It's in every freaking movie ever where there's some sort of weird misunderstanding. And, like, I, I just don't, I don't know. I just don't, like, get why that's such a convention and why every movie feels like they need to have that so when it's like Demi Moore and David Duchovny are like kind of on the outs and, they, and they've they've changed career paths like he's arced but she hasn't and she's still doing the job and I'm like come on you're just delaying the inevitable there's like five minutes left you know they're gonna end up together this is ridiculous it's just like su- such a pointless part of the movie to me that I was just so like I'm fine that the kids don't or you know the quote-unquote kids don't you know um, like, arc, and I guess they, they, like, sort of change, they change the way they do their job, and they learn certain lessons about, like, people, but they don't change in any really meaningful way, it's certainly not as big as David Duchovny and, and, uh, um, what's-her-face, uh, Demi Moore, they don't, you know, they, they undergo the most change, and um, there's a part of me that wishes that there was a little bit more to those characters, but there's another part of me that's like, they're not the main characters, and you definitely get just enough to know who they are as people, but you don't totally know, you know, everything about them, whatever, I, I, there's a part of me that's kind of like, okay, I, I get where they're coming from with that, and so, uh, and so, yeah, I like that, but, um, but regardless, uh, what was I saying? <laughs> I kind of, like, loop myself on to a weird tangent, and, like, I'm trying to read text as they're coming through here, but, like, I'm getting a little distracted. I should probably put it on D&D while I'm recording, but, um, but, yeah, I thought, uh, I thought that the character work was, was really good, and that the pacing was really good, and uh, while I don't like the, that stupid on-the-outs thing, it's so mercifully short that I didn't totally mind it. It's really more of a pet peeve than a real problem with the movie, and, uh, and the fact that it was over shortly, it was alright to me. Uh, I will say, it, it was a little obvious, some of this. Um, I think that was my, probably my only big problem with it. The pacing was good, the performance is really good. I loved me more, and David Duchovny, just as actors. Um, Amber Heard, very young Amber Heard. I really liked her in this. Uh, everybody, everybody who's main player was really good. They turned in good performances, but... Um, I did think it was some of it was a little predictable. You obviously see that David Duchovny character, David Duchovny's character is is getting disillusioned with this business, and then you you see that that um, the two main characters are are eventually gonna like you know come together and become a couple, and you see that like oh this guy doesn't really love this girl, and oh this guy you know this guy does not reciprocate the feelings that you're you're feeling for him like um, with with Mick, Mick, whatever, 
the the son, whatever his name was, but it, yeah, it's Mick Jones, but then in parentheses says as Ben Hollingsworth. Oh, oh, the actor's name is Benjamin Hollingsworth. They're saying he's credited as Ben. Okay, that doesn't seem that relevant on IMDb, but anyway, um, yeah, Mick, the 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 kid, the 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 guy. <laughs> this is terrible, but um. But yeah, you kind of see where some of that stuff is headed, and you can definitely see that a lot of the metaphors and the, the parables it's drawing are a little obvious, but e either way, I did think it was really entertaining to watch, and just the, the observations it's making and the way it plays those out, um, and the way you can see like these characters uh, grow and evolve and, and everything, it's very entertaining. It's not the greatest movie ever made. Um, it's very similar to, to The Truman Show for me in a lot of ways, where it's like you're putting on an act and there's... You're trying to discern the truth within the lie, and you're kind of creating a fake reality, and a lot of it's designed to sell products. A lot of the, the those themes kind of reminded me of The Truman Show. It definitely has different things on its mind, much more lofty, um, th like, thematic goals The Truman Show does, but, but this is, it's kind of, it's sort of adjacent to that. It's not as good. Um, the Truman Show is one of my favorite movies, probably definitely of Jim Carrey's, but maybe of all time, I really love that movie, but, um, but yeah, it's sort of adjacent, it's not as good, but it explores similar things, and for what it is, I think it's pretty good, and I think it's worth checking out, it's only an hour and a half, and it's on Prime, so why not, just, just check it out, I think it's pretty enjoyable, and, and probably worth your while, so, yeah, I liked it, slept on, I'd say, very slept on. All right, I am grateful for, uh, randomly getting surprised with uh with ordering lunch today um by the time that you hear this uh, the today will will not be today um but the time i'm recording this at work randomly we we sometimes get uh we order food instead of just eating what we packed and today we ordered japanese which is my favorite uh thing in, in the area by our work so i was really excited to, to get that and i was super hungry by the time i got to eat it so i scarfed it all down and it was a really it was a great lunch and i love surprises like that and I'm just grateful that I, I work a job where we're we're a tight-knit team and it's a smaller it's a smaller staff and we can we can do things like that and that was a lot of fun so I'm glad we got to do it and that's what I'm grateful for all right if you like this show and you want to spread the word about it please consider leaving a review you can do it right in app five stars really helps out a lot and while you're there consider subscribing so you never miss an episode if you want to follow the show on Instagram you can do that at movies and more pod uh, that's where I post updates on new episodes and what the topics of discussion will be if you want to follow me on Instagram, that's at gvangeli1. And if you want to email the show with any comments, questions, concerns, or suggestions, you can do that at moviesandmorepod and gmail.com. Uh, if you want to follow, find a great landing page and sort of hub for all the things I just mentioned, plus a bunch of articles, which could include op-eds, written reviews, news, trailer breakdowns, lists and rankings, all that kind of great stuff, you can find that at www.moviesandmorepod.com. So thank you uh, if you've done all that, and if you're going to, thank you in advance. But right now, thank you for listening. I really appreciate it, and I will see you next time. But until then, um, question it. If grown adults are trying to sell you what looks to be a wine cooler out of a Capri Sun bag, because that is disgusting. And if you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. Do not drink that. That is not wine. Okay, bye. Ooh.
that was terrible. I hit that hay like, like I hadn't talked in years or something. All right, we gotta do that again. Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni and Drioli's Movies More. And what? Did I just forget what I say here? I have said this 76 times. Well, no. More than that, because you have to factor in all the times that I've failed to, to say it in the first try. Oh, wait. Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni and Drioli's Movies More. And what? Did I, am I saying it wrong? Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni and Drioli's Movies More, where I talk about movies more. That's the one. That's it. Okay, okay, okay. We're good. I got it.